Welcome to the Star Power Podcast. I'm Amy Stair, CEO of Star Power, and we're bringing you best practices from best agents in a brand neutral environment and open sharing. We hope you enjoy this roundtable discussion featuring our stars. Welcome to the Real Estate Star Power Podcast. I'm Amy Stair, CEO, and today we are talking about expand, contract, or stay the same. How do you know when to make the shift and what tips can we get from these stars on what they've learned in their own processes? This is Carrie Dukes from Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm going to talk about contracting. Um, for us, we went from 12 team members to four, and we decided that profitability-wise and life-work balance, having a smaller, lean, mean machine, I call it, um, was best for us in our stage in our career. So I don't think that everyone always has to look at expanding or look at um, contracting at certain times in your life when it makes sense, depending on the season of life you're in. Good advice. Hey, this is Ryan Young from uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and I'm kind of on the other end of the spectrum. Um, you know, we're my kind of philosophy is that you know expansion always in all ways, and we are. I am. Um, I'm going all out in everything I'm doing right now because I love it, and I'm also fortunate that we're making money while doing it. So I kind of look at it not just my real estate team. We're optimizing the profitability in that while we're also providing more opportunities for team members, providing financial opportunity for them, but also expanding into other ventures where I found not only those other ventures, there's ways to monetize them, but it also actually supports and uh, actually um, kind of gives our core competency business, which is the young team, our real estate team, kind of a cheat code. And so I'm constantly looking for expansion opportunities. I'm, uh, I'm constantly looking for business ventures and opportunities, growing the young team. Um, as long as it's not just me who wants the growth, it's my team members that want the growth. I found when there's been friction is when I want to grow it more than the other people, the leadership, you know, the leaders in our organization want to grow it. And so my, my job's to cast a vision. They're really the ones that are executing that vision. And so we have to be aligned with what that growth looks like. Makes sense to me. We've got everything from solo agents to expansion teams. That's a pretty broad range. So Brad, where do you weigh in? So Brad Corn, Corn with a K from Kansas City. I'll just share a little story. I mean, listening to everybody, if I go back to 2014, we were a team and following star power, implementing what the stars are talking about and everybody was starting to grow even bigger to like inside sales teams and the calls and all this stuff. By listening to the interviews and, and talking to them at the conferences and really getting the ideas, I launched this thing perfectly because I had so much accountability to my team members, to each other, and the way they got paid was tied to how well they were accountable to everything they were doing, that it actually imploded because this guy was holding this gal accountable because he only got paid if you got the appointment and you weren't getting the appointment, but it was a setup appointment, you know? So our team kind of imploded a little bit. And, and at one time it was me and Sonia back to two from like six people to two. We actually just, our systems were running so well that we actually sold more real estate with us two just picking up where the system was already at and following the system better. So then in 2015, I lost Sonia, and I'm independent, solo guy, and she's my, you know, I'm the, I'm the guy that goes out and creates chaos. I'm not the organization guy. She's the one that everybody really worked for. Nobody worked for me. So 
there went the rest of my team because it's like, well, Sonia's not here. I'm done. I don't want to hear about systems anymore from Brad. I'm out. And so they all went out on their own. So I was a solo agent again. And what I found is plugging back into my systems even made me more efficient doing that. And honestly, one, th one way you can test yourself is if your team leaves, people think that's the end of the world. And I would say, no, do, you're not, I would tell people, do not hire another person until you can increase your sales above what you're doing right now, not feel like you're pulling your hair out, and stockpile three months worth of the income it would go to to the person that you would hire. And until you get your systems and yourself at that level, you really don't need another person just to come in and squirt some more fuel into the fire. Get your systems, get yourself straightened out so that when you bring people in, they're 10 times more efficient because they're following a system and they get to use their talents to grow you. So that's kind of where I am, you know, just as I expand and contract, I make sure that the person I'm bringing in, that I've set it up so that when they come in, they're going to have success in that role. And you're a walking example of the system working. <laughs> yeah. And, and this, this is Ryan again, just really quick, wanted to... One of the things that Brad said, talking about you know the three months reserves, if you are looking in high growth business, if you're looking to scale, you are reinvesting profit back into the business. And you have to not be financially attached to the outcome of your business. That doesn't mean don't be profitable. Your model should have profit built into it. But if you're living above your means and you're using your business as your own personal bank account, then you're really gonna struggle to scale your business, right? All of that money, you should have an identified allocated margin, You know, whatever your margin is, what you wanna make, 20%, 22%, whatever that is, if you're out of production, everything else should be reinvested. And I think a lot of people struggle to scale or to expand, or there's a negative connotation around expansion because they don't, they're attached to the outcome financially and they don't like to reinvest enough money to what the expansion looks like or they haven't modeled that out. And I think that's a big disconnect of growing high growth businesses and expanding versus running kind of what the core businesses, real estate business that we're used to, where we really extract so much of the revenue out of it for our own personal expenses. You know, I really got to jump in here too, because added on to that and just taking that a little further is like people hire people to expand and grow. And they say, come in here and clean up my database, right? Or come in here and do this. So you're putting somebody in place that doesn't have the experience you have, and you're doing it backwards. If they were that good at it, if they were as good as you or better than you, they wouldn't have come over for minimum wage or a, a, a little salary to grow your business. So you got to make sure that what you're, when you're doing it, you are growing it already and they're coming in. You have a people, you have a system driven business that people run the system. And that was another huge thing for me. Like when somebody would lose their team, I'd be like, you got to get better. You got to get your belt self back under control and get your systems on track before you add anybody else. And now it'll be messy for a little while. It's going to be messy for three months, but yeah, that, that's a huge point. Stable. I would piggyback on that and say you promote people to their level of incompetency. You really do. Um, we all do. So getting clear on what you need before you hire, I think, is super important. Yeah, I mean, I would piggyback on, <clears throat> you know, when we first started growing our team 20 years ago. Uh, and like you're saying, you, you really need to have the growth there before you go out and hire. Uh, but when, when we first started, we started off with hiring admin. 
right? Because that freed me up to do more production, which was what I was good at. And that's what's going to bring the money in. That also increased our profitability. And then you get to a point of production where you can't take care of all of that. So then you start bringing in team members, whether it's listing people or buying, you know, buyer's agents. Uh, but again, I think you, like you said, Brad, you, you really want your growth to be there, that you're not hiring so that you hopefully can grow. You need to grow your business and then bring the support on so that you can continue to grow. A hundred percent. Yeah. And by the way, that was Shane White from Liberty, Texas, if you didn't know. Liberty Hill, Texas. Liberty Thank Hill. You. <laughs> See, I was close. Close. Um, now I forgot what I was going to say. Other than you don't have to hire a bunch of people and have this big monster team to think you're successful and growing. I mean, Shane is a perfect example of that. He's never had a big monster team, but he does have a facsimile. <laughs> he's got profit is what he's machine. got. <laughs> He's got profitability in that. That's Sometimes the there's side jokes here in the uh, podcast. We just Yeah, and you know running. what the leader does is she just pretends like it never happens and <laughs> she moves on. Any other tips on expanding or contracting? I'll just, I'll just go one more real quick. Um, in, to your point about, you know, hiring people that are below, you know, a, a, an already existing talent level or threshold – the whole reason to bring on more people is to leverage, to Shane's point, leverage to get more, the highest and best use out of every single team member that you have. And that could be yourself or that could be other additional team members. So if you really want to grow responsibly or expand responsibly, you should be saying, how am I getting the best return on investment of every expense we have on every person that we have? And how are we optimizing the highest and best use of every single person that we have? And that's where really clean growth, you know, happens versus this really muddied, murkied, you know, flabby growth where it's like you just throw more money at things, but you don't see the type of growth or acceleration that you're expecting. And then it becomes disappointing. And then we say it doesn't work. Expansion doesn't work. But if we do it the other way where it's a lot cleaner, where it's focusing on the, you know, optimization of every single person, every single expense that we have, all of a sudden that growth looks much different. But this, Shane, again, I think that's interesting because I have not heard somebody say the return on investment for that expense. <clears throat> we look at that for the other expenses in our business, right? Our marketing and lead, you know, lead generation and all those sorts of things. But that expense, when you bring that person on, what's the return on that? And how high can we get that return? Well, that's great. Oh, go ahead, please. Well, I was a real world example as I sat down with my main assistant who answers the phone at the office when we had nine people on the team. And I basically said, listen, when you look at your salary, what would what could you possibly do that would make me never have to think that I got to take your salary off the table? Okay. And she's like, well, what do you mean? I just answer the phone and direct calls. I said, how many people do you talk to every day? She said, we probably take 80 calls a day. It's like, how many of those people do you ask if they know somebody that's buying or selling real estate? Because if, if you brought in fifty dollars to $100,000 worth of extra revenue through referrals, I'm not going to think about firing. I'm going to give you a $50,000 raise. So I, my, I just made her think totally different that everybody's bringing money to the bottom line. Everything's an ROI. I'm glad you brought that up. Well, if you want more of this kind of uh, free flow, brainstorming, uh, opportunity, you really need to get to conference and be around these guys. They eat, drink, and sleep real estate and success all day long. So head over to starpower.com forward slash conference. Get signed up for our conference today. 
This is CEO Amy Stair, and we look forward to having you with us on the next podcast. Thanks for listening to the Star Power Podcast. If you benefited from even one idea on this podcast, become a member of the Star Power Club. You will get a monthly infusion of tips, scripts, strategies, and techniques that are tried, tested, and proven by our Star Power stars. Visit starpower.com forward slash club and get registered today.